guess it's time again for Buddy Martin. Call him up and tell him what you're thinking. But be kind because he's doing the best he can. Better. Stronger. Faster. Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Hey! What if the voice calls while you're gone? Take a message. <laughs> Bye! I'm ready for this my whole life. I'm incapable of small talk. <laughs> but that's why you love me, right? Kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. Good evening, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Buddy Martin Show, along with the Crown Prince. We're here for you That's for me. the next hour. Good evening to you there, Dilly Dilly Brendan. Hello, you don't have your cocktail, I see. Now nah, I've been trying to download firmware. I haven't had a chance for the cocktail. Maybe I'll get a break here in a minute to go get one. No so. excuse for not having your dilly dilly. Well, maybe we shouldn't because we have a young man on the show tonight who's underage. And oh, looking, that's true. That's true. We're hold off on the cocktail. In our good comportment. This set a good example for Riley Simons from Buford, Georgia, who was a 2019 commit for the Florida Gators offensive lineman. Can't get enough of those 320-pound dudes. And good job by you and our uh, – how about our uh, – our kingdom reaching out to us and giving us a little lineup there for Riley up in Buford, Georgia. Yeah, how about that? And something else, isn't it? That uh, we got uh, uh, our, our friend. Uh, gosh, where is this? I, I, sorry, it's been a bit we'll of a scramble it. tonight. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get uh, it in a minute. We'll uh, get, we'll get uh, my my good buddy there. I've been talking to him all day, and uh, yeah. uh, Toby and not Kip. Well, anyway, I'm I, I'm terrible, but yeah, I've been. Uh, I've been uh, I've be been talking me. to him all day. He's on the phone. I feel like an ass right now because this yeah. guy and I have been are good friends. But you, know, well, you got to understand, everybody. We get honestly, I get about a hundred messages a day. Uh, even though this guy, Joby Mitchell, sorry, Joby, God, yeah, Joby, come on with Joby, will you? Joby, for crying you're out the loud. bomb, man. Thanks so much, Joby. Set this thing up, Joby Mitchell. <laughs> I, I I forget your name, Joby, but uh, you yeah. know, like I said, it's been a crazy day. Yeah. So Joby yeah. set yeah. this whole thing up last night. He got off the show. He was down, uh, and uh, he made it happen. So, <clears throat> thank you, yeah, Donald thanks, Water Wilder. Appreciate. Thank you. Yes, it's behind me. It's, yeah, it's really beautiful, buddy. Turn your volume down, you know, buddy. I mean, we've been doing this now seven months. I want to hear it, I hear it again. I mean, you just got it every time. Is that how? Problem is that, the, that if time. it was that easy, I'd every do time. it. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the volume can go down. No, nope, it's pretty easy because you have. Uh, I have no control over my messages, and I can't see them without looking at my phone. Anyway, let's not waste time about talking about that. Uh, coming up in just a moment, we're going to have Riley Simons. Franz Brib will join us. I'm asking the questions, can a pop-up, blown pop-up, cost Arkansas a national championship? Well, right now, it's not looking good. The Oregon State Beavers are leading Arkansas Razorbacks 3 nothing in the sixth inning. So, uh it's not looking good for the Razor, Razorbacks, a team that was just one P 
pitch, one swing of the bat away from the national championship. And, Brendan, before we go to visit with our friend Riley Simons and get friends on the phone, today's National Handshake Day. It is National, national Handshake Day. What so, does that mean? Who's to your brother? Who's to you? Now, it's just National Handshake Day. I got a little history lesson you for get, you. Are you just done with that National Everything Day no, and all that no, stuff? No, 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 no. I think it's good because I want to figure out how to do a chomp with a handshake. Be great if we could do it. Like, I don't know how you do it. Maybe you do it. Maybe like Look, man, you can't change the chomp. Handshake, and there's like you you, the that would be it, oh, like no. a chomp with a handshake. As yes. you're shaking hands, you're chomping at the same time. No, I don't know. Get a nation kingdom. No, Help me out no, here, bro. All right. No, no, no. All right. So why don't you go ahead and see if you get our guy on the phone? Um, I'm, I got him under control. You just worry about not recommending things like that. I mean, because I don't know if we can chomp. Okay, good. Him. All right. Good. I got people asking questions about him already. Here, or the, the kingdom stepping up. And uh, uh, we're going to call him right now. Good evening to David Baldoff. I'll do this. Donald Wilder. Yeah, Brendan, fix Skype. Well, we'll find out. Uh, Fix Skype. He uh, said, yay, Brendan, fix Skype. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, And then on my end, we have to see if it gets fixed. Uh, Also, Nat Blaylock, Dilly Dilly to you. Uh, Robert Cobell wants to send you a note asleep at the wheel. Roger Burns. Good evening all in the GNK. However, my video is yet to start. Over two minutes and counting. They're having problems. It's, for some reason, delayed start. I had this problem last night. Uh, no, it's just, it's, generally, it's your browser. We're on about a 45-second delay. Uh, just go ahead and refresh your browser, and that should do it for you. Yeah. Uh, so there's uh, ask, ask him, meaning uh, Riley Simons, what drew him to the Gators. Well, I've got the story in front of me right here, Brendan, that you tipped me off on, and I kind of know that, but we'll ask him anyway. Uh, we heard from Rodney Goodman of Pensacola, Florida. Rodney, good to hear from you up the panhandle up there. And the press checking in. Uh, and Robert Cobell, I'm looking only at a black screen. Well, it'll catch up, hopefully. Uh, Dilly Dilly from Jeffrey Bennett. Okay. Roger Burns says it's not working three minutes to start up. I don't know what's happening. I can't tell you. Uh, okay. Lynn Tindall, who knows Riley, says, uh, uh, ask him. He says, I know that's the answer, but ask him how he sees his Two nineteen And of course, this is the big question for a lot of people on David Summerquist. Text him with his usual zany message. All right. That's the kingdom. People standing by, by the way, uh, waiting to hear from Riley Simon. I believe Riley's on the phone. Riley, are you there? Hey. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, Riley. How are you? Welcome to the kingdom, sir. Well, thank you guys for having me. It's an honor. Buddy, Martin, meet Riley. Riley, it's a pleasure. Uh, our friend Lynn Tindall is uh, one of our uh, one of our guys up there in Brunswick, and he talks about you. We've read a little about you, heard about you. My name is Buddy Martin. I do a show here on on Facebook uh, five nights a week. We're really looking forward to your Bible on the swamp. I want to know all about it, and people are asking questions online about you. Riley, we're Welcome. having a hard time with your audio. Are you? Am I hearing so an extra an extra speaker on or something? Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Can you, can you guys hear me maybe? better now? Here you are. Much better. Got, Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. He knows how to run. He already knows how to operate. Well, yeah, and I can tell. He's, one of, he's a gator. He's, he's not dumb. No, no, definitely. Get best decision ever. <laughs> uh, where do we start? Uh, tell us about yourself. You're, you're according to the story, you're, uh, you know, uh, a good, a good sized fella. Obviously, and uh, I'll just want to get out now the story I read today, uh, talking about your choices, narrowed down to Virginia Tech, Florida, and Missouri, 
and people thought you're going to go to, to Blacksburg and you, you fooled them and you came to uh, Florida. And so I will ask you, although I read in the story, why you chose the Florida Gators, Riley? Well, I uh, chose the Florida Gators uh, because over Blacksburg and Missouri and other schools, because at the end of the day, it was what's best for my family and myself and for my education. And I mean, the football is just un unbelievable in uh, Gainesville. So, I mean, it was just best for me after talking with God and after talking with my family. That's just where my heart heart told me to go, and that's what I followed. Well, you're this is one of the top 20 offensive uh, guards in the 2019 class. Of course, you got another year to go, and it's going to be fun. Uh, and, and so talk about the recruiting process. It's a lot of pressure, and you being in Georgia, there must have been some bulldogs on you about that. Uh, and I know you, you mentioned two other schools were recruiting you. So what was the recruiting process like for you, Riley? Uh, the recruiting process for me, it, it didn't start till uh, till later for myself, but it, it was it's just very long process and hard process. I mean, you, you build a lot of uh, relationships with these coaches, and I mean, you get to see their families and talk with them, and but for me, it, it was just kind of taking a step back and looking at it from my perspective and their perspective. And with my, I just, with, I just wanted to look at it with my family and just see what was the ultimately the best decision for us and for my future. And that's just how I handled it. And how I look at it is, I mean, it's one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. And I'm, I'm very fortunate to be going through this, to go through this process and to, to have it over with finally. You talked about Dan Mullen, and you said you really like the way he approached things. Like he teased you, quote, like one of your own. What do you mean by that exactly? Well, I, I'm a very efficient person, and I when I step up to a challenge, I'm not going to stop until I complete that challenge. And I believe Coach Mullen is the same way. And, I mean, I talk with Coach Mullen about every day or every other day, and uh, the way he looks at things is he wants to get it done the most efficient way he can. And that's also how I look at it. Mm -hmm. And I know you must've met coach Havasey, John Havasey, who's had, who of course coached with Urban Meyer when he was here, along with coach Mullen. Uh, he's done a really good job over the years as an offensive line coach, his team in Mississippi state gave up very few sacks, which is always big. Talk about your, your conversations with coach Havasey. Oh, uh, coach Havasey. I mean, he, He's just a great guy, all-around guy. I mean, he he knows how to get it done off the on the field and off the field. He knows that. I mean, we're just we're a bunch of kids, and he's just preparing us to win football games. But also, he knows that we have a lot of things going on, and I I just think that he's a really great person, and he he helps young men out to be better men and just better football players. You mentioned several times things outside of football, which apparently are important to you. Not just obviously just football, which is a great game. We all love it. But uh, you obviously have academics to worry about. You have your future to worry about. You certainly have the size to go to the next level if you are successful at college, which I'm sure has crossed your mind. So as you make this whole process put it together, this whole thing, what is in it for you now the next four or five years and how you're going to approach your education and your football career at college? Uh, how I'm going to approach it is, I mean, one of the main reasons why I did choose Florida is I want to be in broadcasting and journalism. Mm. I, in high, in high school, I'm in drama and I like to spend a lot of time on stage and a lot of times with other things with a variety of things besides football. 
So, and Florida just gave me the best opportunity with that and the schooling aspect of it and also the football aspect of it. And so, I mean, I, I carry a lot, a lot of stuff I have to do. I mean, with, uh, with football and, but uh, I'd like to make as much time as I can for other things like a drama and other stuff like that. All right. right. Riley, I, I got a deal, I, Brendan. Have we got a deal for Riley or what? Well, that's We're what the home say. of great interns. We've launched many a career uh, here. Brendan, go ahead. Uh, Riley, I was just going to say, um, uh, your is your focus going to be, you know, in school? Are you going to focus on journalism and television broadcasting? Yes, sir, I am. Uh, that's probably, probably a good idea. <clears throat> Uh, right, right up, uh, right up uh, our alley there, Budro. You came to the right place. Uh, <laughs> throw out a couple of names of people, Brendan, who have been our interns. Uh, Laura McKeeman. Laura, uh, Laura, Rut- Laura Rutledge. Uh, uh, we got We're Derek talking Tuck- today about that. Franz Beard now. We have uh, Hunter Turner uh, at the uh, at the Golf Channel. Uh, also, a young man, uh, Josh, was with us. He's now an SEC associate producer at SEC. He just got the job out of Florida, graduated. Uh, uh, Josh Salva. Uh, we could go on with some names. Well, but the of pe- point is, none of them played for the University of Florida. That's my point. Because I don't really, I mean, come on. They could be interns for us, but they, they ain't on the field. And that's that's a much bigger deal to me. So I'll tell you that right now. Well, of course. But, Brendan, you did discover Laura. Here's the other thing. We have a guy you might have heard of. Does a show with us usually in football season once a week. Terry Bradshaw. Oh, yes, sir. Yes. Terry's our, we've been doing a show with Terry for four years. He's with us on, uh, usually on Thursdays or Fridays. So, hey, come on. We're ready for you. Get your, get here and get situated and get in the Gator Nation and get going. And when time is right, if we can do anything to help you, that's all above board and legal, we'll start to do that. All right. Yes, sir. And I'm going to do everything I can to help you guys. Uh, Riley, Pretty, well, you already have. Riley, well spoken, but Riley, talk to me, by the way, about you got one more year left. We're watching some film of you, by the way, here. Uh, you got one more year left, right? You're going to be a senior. Um, talk to me about your goals. I know you're a goal oriented person. You're an organized person. You're a driven person. Talk to me about what your plan is for this year as you prepare to come be a Gator. Well, first of all, my ultimate goal is to win a state championship. I mean, it's very, very competitive down here in Georgia football, win a state championship. And as you know, my school, we're, I mean, we're very competitive football program. So that, that's my, at the top of my list right now, that's why I got the recruiting process over with. But some of the goals for me is just to be, be able to come into Florida and be able to make an impact and help, help the guys already on the team. Uh, Brett, Brett Higgy, he's one of my, one of my close friends at Florida. I mean, I just want to get in there and help those guys do what they can to get done, whatever it needs to be. Cool. Brenda, shall we make, go ahead and tell Riley some of the comments that were being, that were made on being laid, made right now as we're watching video. Yeah, Riley, we got a couple of comments coming in from the Gator Nation Kingdom. By the way, I, I sent you a request to join the kingdom, sir, which you're going to get lots of love. So come on in and join the Gator Nation Kingdom when you get a chance, Riley, because Becky Smith Carlos says, welcome Riley to the GNK. Nat Blaylock says, uh, welcome. Uh, 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 Roger Burns says, welcome, Riley. Uh, welcome to the Gator Nation Kingdom. Thanks for choosing to be a Gator. Uh, you made a great decision, Riley. You love being part of Gator Nation Kingdom. Uh, uh, he's, he's quick on his feet for a big man, says Nat Blaylock. Um, uh, how do you lead? Have a vocal lead? How, how, how vocal of a leader are you or quiet of a leader are you from a question uh, from Roger Burns 
uh, who usually hails from China but is in town now. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he's interested to know: Are you a leader by action or by word? Uh, leader by word. Look at yes, that. Cool. I, 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 I like to lead physically and vocally. I like to show my guys what I can do, and then I like to talk about it and let them know that anything can be possible once you set your mind to it. Um, we have we have a friend up in Brendan up in uh, Brunswick that we want to make sure get a question. Lynn Tyndall, who knows Riley, and said that he asked him this question earlier, but he wants to know how do you see the, see the 2019 Gator class shaking out at this point? A little early, uh, but what do you think of it so far, and what will you do to help recruit other players? Well, I think it's shaping out. I mean, I think it's going to be a great class. Uh, I myself, I know a few guys. Jalen Humphreys, he's one of our guys who plays at Mountain View. I talked to him a good bit. I think it's, I think it's going to be great at the end at the end of it all. I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys know Darian Brown, running back in my high school, but uh, I'm working on him and Keandre Jones. And I mean, I want those guys to be a part of us. I mean, because either we're gonna we're gonna win and they're gonna hear about it, or we're gonna win and they're gonna be with us. Go ahead, Brendan. More questions there before we let Riley go. Um, I, Riley, what do you like best about Dan Mullen from David Sodacrist? Uh, I like Dan Mullen as a person because uh, he's just he he's a great guy. I mean, he's a very family oriented guy uh, on his football staff with with his players and also with his family. I mean, I called him last week and he was on the golf course with his son playing golf. So I mean, he's a very 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 respectable man on the field and off the field. And as a head coach, I just want someone who's going to lead me in the right directions in life but also on the football field, and that's why I chose Dan Mullen, and that's why I think he's a great guy. Take me through that, Riley, really quick. You know, you got Mullen's personal cell phone number, which most of us would die for, and uh, you, you just feel like give him a call just because you want to chat it up, or how's that go down? I mean, so, I mean, Coach Mullen and I, all, we, we chat it up sometimes a little bit. I mean, we talk about What do about you talk our, about? You talk X's and O's? You talk about, what do you talk you about? Know, I mean, sometimes we talk about X's and O's. I mean, we talk about sweet jordan gear we're gonna get and then uh i mean we talk I, I just we just talk about how life's going how i, I mean how everything's going like i said talk about each other's families how we're doing i mean it's just like talking to one of my buddies i guess i mean we just talk about the simple things do you you really feel like he's that kind of guy he just kind of like he, he he just yeah man i'm a you know let's just sit and chat it up and he's just a good dude like that well, let's sit and talk, let's sit and chat it up, but also let's sit and talk about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. I like let's, that. Let's talk about how we're going to get this thing done. Rodney Goodwin in the Kingdom, Riley. What position are you going to play on the O line? Uh, well, I mean, I can play any position they need me to be, but right now I'm uh, I'm offensive guard or center, either or right guard or center. But uh, wherever they need me to fill in is where I'll be. And finally, Lynn Tindall, who's in your area again. Riley, thanks, Riley. Again, very proud of you. Very proud you chose to be a Gator. I think we're all very proud you chose to be a Gator. More comments coming in. Uh, we're excited. Uh, we talk We talk a lot about offensive and defensive guys and whatnot. But, you know, uh, we're very excited to have uh, uh, some, some awesome offensive linemen come in and, and have that discussion to round out. Uh, uh, you know, round out the, 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 the recruiting class for 2019. So I'm excited for you to, to show up, sir. Yes, sir. I can't wait. Right, listen, all right. There he is. Uh, anything else? What's, what's, what's one thing about you that we don't know that we should know? 
one thing you don't know about me that you should know. Hmm. Like you have a dog. I mean, what, what you like country music? I mean, what, what what do you like? I mean, give us give us something. I, I have a dog, yeah, but uh, I I mean, he I guess in Georgia, Dad, it's prereq. They gotta have a dog. <laughs> gotta have a dog. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Hey, hey some, a, actually, some, a, some good questions, Riley. Did did offensive line coach talk about skiing? And blocking assignments for plays yet? Have you gotten any, over any of that stuff yet? Uh, no, sir, I haven't. Right? Didn't now. think you did. My, my, there's a question. Uh, Donald Wilder has Riley had a chance to see Nick Nick Savage? Oh yeah, I've seen Coach Savage. Yes, <laughs> Look at that smile. <laughs> have we given you any yes, homework? Sir. Anything to take home to work on? Maybe you know. <laughs> uh, no, sir. Not not as of right now. He's still in high school. He's got he's, he's got to take care of business I there. Know, well, well, we're going to say thank you. We're saying say thank you for that. Six foot three, three hundred twenty four. He'll probably go to six eight. Go about three eighty five when he gets here. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're right. ready to go. Uh, an we're going uh, to follow you. We're going to follow you closely this season. We wish you the best of luck. Maybe we'll get up with you again at some point. When you, you know, you're going to be very busy. Thank you for taking your time, the busy time, to join us. And we're just going to say right now, we're adopting you as our future intern here on the Gator, in the Gator Nation Kingdom and on the Buddy Martin Show. Well, I just want to thank you guys so much and thank Gator Nation for backing me up fully 100%. I just want to let you guys know I'm 125,000 million percent committed to you guys and forever, Gator family for life. Thank you guys so much. Sounds good, man, Dust. You gave me chills, Riley. You're all right, Thank man. You, all right. Hey, Riley, I want you to know, now that you got my cell phone number, you can call me anytime to chat. I mean, I'm not Dan Mullen, but, I, you know, we can chit-chat. Hey. About, we can chit-chat about TV. Hey, you can call me anytime you guys want. All right. Thank well, we you, might Riley. do good that. Luck. We might, we'll, we'll check in with doing you. See, I want, to, I want to check in with you during your football season. All right. Best time of the year. All right, pal. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it very much. Well, Thank you, guys. Riley. Thank, Thank you, man. Guys. All right. All right. Riley very well, well, very spoken well spoken, guy, right? Huh? Very good. Yeah, I think Kingdom uh, just says it, reacting now. Jan's Coke says the Big Boomer, new name. Uh, great. Uh, John T. Kerr, Buford, let's beat Georgia. There we go. John T.'s already on his back. He's not even in school yet. He wants to beat Georgia. He's hey, surrounded by Bulldogs. Hey, buddy, is your phone on? Yeah. That's what we're hearing. No, you're not. Yes. No, you're not. It's, your no, phone? you're not. Something you're not hearing in the my phone. In your it's not here. It's not here. We'll pull your earphones back. Pull your earphones off. And something is nothing. playing in your background. No, it's not. Let's play the spot. We'll take, come back and get France on. It's not coming from me. Um, I, I'm, it is. I think it's coming from your phone. Okay. It's so. not coming from my phone. Okay. Just so you know. Well, Nothing. On, I'll turn it off. We could have an argument right. about it, but it is coming. Well, from I mean, end, if you like, we we can just mix it up if you want right now and show the kingdom out. I'd up. rather go ahead and get friends and do a spot <laughs> for the next segment. Yeah, you got it. It's coming. It's backwards. The whole time not, I thought it was. I, mean, uh, I thought it was an interview. It's not coming from my phone. Uh, all right. Um, I'm gonna call friends first, and we'll have some conversation with him while I uh, I lie dial in. The other deal, and Buddy figures out why. Not on my end. It's on his end, and he knows it, and he doesn't want to admit it. That's okay, though. Uh, call him friends while I do this, and then uh, what do you want to hear from uh, your Hightower guy? Yes. You just throw things on me. like Anyway, I'm going to talk to friends first, and so we'll, we'll get to Daniel L. Hightower afterwards. 
We got three Following spots. Whatever right you want to do. Mm-hmm. All right. What's that? We have three spots whenever you're ready to right, do you're it. You're up. I'm going to take a break here. You're going to go. Franz is going to get on here. I'll go ahead and get my live spot if you want me to on Center State Bank if you'd like. Live read. Uh, Center State Bank, centered on community and customer service. The folks at uh, Center State Bank, um, they have. Uh, I'm corrected about one thing about the number of banks in Georgia. Lintendo brought that up to me. I don't know exactly the number. I do know that they have. Uh, 1,193 employees, 82 locations in 30 Florida counties, and some banks in Georgia. I don't have the locations yet, but I'll look that up. Uh, and uh, they're, of course, uh, uh, they, they believe in local markets. They're, they're driven, everything they do is driven by local market, the market itself. Uh, they have a long-term view of, of all financial deals on the horizon, world-class service and faith and family and relationship banking. All their core values we like them because they're community people. We'll be having our quarterback club meeting there on the 22nd of August. Franz Beard will be there along with others, Nat Blaylock, et cetera, to hear uh, Dan Mullen's wife, Megan, speaking. Uh, she'll be uh, there uh, on the 22nd, the second floor of Center State Bank on Silver Springs Boulevard. We'll tell you about that later. Meanwhile, the folks at Center State, I want you to know they're ready and available and open and ready to give you a fine service. Go to centerstatebank.com or call them in Ocala, 352 6,800 Center State Bank, centered on community and customer service. Go to the hotline now, Brendan. I think I see him in the in the window there. I don't think he weighs 320 pounds. No. no. France Beer. Good evening, Francis. I, I, I am. I've gone from a total solar eclipse to just maybe a, a lunar eclipse in the last in the last uh, year and a half or two years. Look more like one of those paper moons. <laughs> maybe, I'm a, maybe I'm a quarter moon eclipse. Uh, maybe that's go. what it is. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to hear Riley Simons or not, but uh, uh, he, he sounded like a pretty impressive young man. Uh, Katie House says, awesome interview. Proud of you. Um, and... Uh, Anyway, Lentennial says only GNK you get this kind of coverage in June. And Becky Smith says, good evening, France. Uh, Brendan, what did you say uh, about uh, about about uh, uh, about Riley's comments? You said something to him about, uh, oh, he's going to be an intern. That's what it is. You hear that, France? He wants to be an intern, and he wants to do be on radio broadcasting. How about that? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, there's, there are, you know, it, it's, uh, these days and times, uh, you don't find that many people who still want to get into, into the, the rat race of, of radio and television broadcasting, but it's, it's still fun. Well, he's like a really smart guy and, uh, somebody that, uh, will fit it up there fine. Uh, friends, can a pop-up close? A blow pop-up cost Arkansas a world champ, a national championship. It look, it might be. It's four nothing now in the bottom of the sixth. Things have not gone well since the last out. What what should have been the last out? The blown pop-up, Arkansas, Oregon State. Yeah, goodness. Uh, you know the thing about it is, is that was the right fielder's ball, and he should. And and the fact that that he didn't. You know, a lot of everybody, a lot of people want to blame the second baseman. Uh, you know, there was talk that, hell, he was trying to be the hero and get the last out. 
Um, I think he was just running hard as he could toward it. That was the right field of his ball. He should have said, I got it, waved everybody off, comes in. It's a routine catch for him. And the game is over. Arkansas is the uh, NCAA champ. Uh, they're not out of it yet because the, Ar- because the Oregon State bullpen has been taken to the limits. And I don't know how far Abel can go anymore. I think that he's probably right at the end. But still, scoring four runs is kind of tough against these guys. Arkansas has not hit the ball. They, they, even their coach said they, they just have gone, their bats have gone dead the last two games. So They struck out uh, seven times in the last two ball games. Yeah. Um, all right, so <clears throat> let's talk about national handshake. I can't get Brendan to uh, buy into this, so maybe you will. On national handshake day, I'm trying to promote the idea of a gator chomp with a handshake, right? All right. Well, you're not you're not buying it either. I can tell. No, I'm I'm not. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So here's the deal. Uh, it's this National Handshake Day, and I want you to rank these, okay? Fist bump, high five, low five, handshake. Which is the best or worst? Handshake is the best. Okay. Fist bump is. Uh, I understand why people do it because they don't want to spread germs. Spurrier but does it. Yeah, that's his favorite thing. Fist bump. High fives. High fives have been run into the ground. Yeah. Low fives never caught on. So okay. I'd have to rate the low five. I'd have to rate the low five okay. at the lowest, uh, followed by the high five and followed by the fist. Okay, so you and Brendan know about my idea. Okay. Let's talk about something that we do we do want to talk about, and that's recruiting, which we talked to Riley about. Riley uh, Riley Simons, three hundred and twenty four pounds. Wow, six three and still growing boy. Uh uh, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of static out there about the Florida's recruiting. I don't know Jake Wimberly, but uh, he uh, he wrote this. He, he's a guy I read on Twitter every now and then. Your weekly Florida Gator football recruiting watch. The Gators have fumbled their way now to 34th and 35th in the country on 247 and rivals. At this pace, they're about to end up the same company as East Carolina and SMU. Cheap shot, fact, overreaction. What is it, friends? Cheap shot and overreaction, both. Uh, Florida has Florida has 10, um, 10 or 11 guys committed. Some of these other schools have are up to 17, 18, 19 commitments. Um, Mullen will get his guys. Uh, there's no question about it. I mean... Anybody who would say that Florida is blowing it in recruiting in the month of, of June, uh, I just got to say, you know, come on, give me a break. You know, uh, I, 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 this is the part about recruiting that I absolutely can't stand, and that is overzealous fans who read too yeah. much into it, to it, you know, are. Uh, it's one of these things. Uh, some of the best classes are some of the smallest classes sometimes because you just don't have that many guys that you can sign. A lot of times a team, for example, will, will be at its limit and uh, and because a lot of guys didn't go out early or off to the 
NFL or they got redshirted and they'll be around for a fifth year. You got to remember something. You only have 85 scholarships. So 85 scholarships, uh, that means 17 a year if you just sign the limit and nobody leaves. That means 17 scholarships a year. Um, you know, 17 scholarships uh, a year a, a year won't rate very well on the 24-7 composite or, or rivals because so much of what they do, their ratings are based on, on sheer numbers. Okay, you get five five-star guys. Uh, maybe those are five five-star guys, but maybe, let's just say, for example, let me use for an example, let's say this is a year when Alabama doesn't have many scholarships. Nick Saban gets three five-star guys and Georgia gets five. Well, Georgia had 20 spots open and Alabama may have only had 12 this year, let's say. You know, you judge by what they do five years from now, four years from now. You don't judge by what's going on right now. You know, I, I never forget Urban Meyer sitting there, and, and somebody asked him a question at one of his early press conferences. He made the comment, I don't give a darn how many stars are after a guy's name. I give a darn about what can he do for the Gators. Can he play for the Florida Gators? You know? yep. and, and And that's the way it's got to be. Not always, some, you know, when you're at a, at a level that Alabama and Ohio State are, are, you're going to get a lot of five-star guys simply because that they've win, they're winning national championships, and that's where players want to go. When Florida gets back to winning championships again, they're going to get, their, you'll see their recruiting suddenly is better. And, and, and I'll give you an example. If you can have two three-star guys out there, and one three-star guy commits to Mississippi State, guess where he's going to be in January when they do the, I mean, in February after National Signing Day. He's still going to be a three-star, and he's going to be, and that's the way it's going to be. Now, you can take his twin brother, and he's a three-star, same ability, but he signs with Alabama he's going to suddenly get bumped to five stars because everybody says, well, if Nick Saban likes him, he must be a five-star talent. Uh, same thing happens with Urban Meyer. you got guys out there who are considered elite recruiters, but a lot of the guys that they pick get bumped on their ratings simply because they say, you know, everybody says, well, Urban wants him, well, Nick wants him, they must be great guys. Uh, it doesn't always work out like that. I, well, I, I love, you know, I like to follow recruiting as much as anybody, but I got to put it in perspective. Yeah. And, and by the way, just for the record, you have been a part of that over the years at several websites, including 247, including, uh, including Gator Country, et cetera, where you did a lot of on recruiting. So you worked around people who did it. Brendan, you were a very big part of it. You and Justin and Lauren used to, Laura McKeeman, now Laura Rutledge, did a recruiting show. Uh, on both on cable TV and on um, on on the Gator Country, so yeah, I mean it's uh, there's no question. A couple of comments that I wanted to, to to mention here online from our people. Lynn Tindall's a very hip guy. Lynn up, he's our assistant chief knight up in Brunswick. He follows it very closely. He's a recruiting. In fact, he could probably do it as well as most people, including your friend Jason Hagen, by the way. Uh, he's uh, he says I ran the scouting numbers. Lynn said. Counting Krull, the new commit tight end, 
Krull, Grimes, Trevon Grimes, and Jefferson. Dan's first class ranks eighth nationally. He's doing fine. Look at our current depth. Your thoughts about that comment, friends? Oh, I agree with that 100%. Uh, you know, they don't take in, so many times they don't take into account things like late signees, et cetera, like that. Um, they don't take, you know, the rating on National Signing Day and the rating on J on September 1st, for example, might be totally different because uh, I remember not too long ago, um, I can't remember the name of the school, but they had a bang-up recruiting class. And then five of their guys didn't get in school because they couldn't pass, make it pass muster academically. Well, okay, what does that say about their recruiting class? I mean, folks, give me a break. It's about what happens on the field. Yeah, you want to get the best players possible. Uh, I think Dan Mullen's doing fine. I agree with Lynn Tindall. And, and quite frankly, tell me what high school receiver out there is going to match up with Van Jefferson, who already has something like 75 catches in his career. And Trayvon, by the way, Trayvon Grimes, according to Brady Akron, is going to be the greatest receiver in the history of the University of Florida. Those are his words. So that, that covers a lot of territory, if you ask me. Talk but, about a guy that's nearly six foot six and 220 pounds who can run like an absolute deer. And, yeah. uh, and he, is, he is going to be a great receiver. And the reason he's here at Florida and not still at Ohio State is he's got family health issues and he needs to be closer to home. Florida got very fortunate with that. Yeah. But, you know, I, again, people put it in perspective. You know, chill, you know, take a chill pill. You know, do whatever you got to do, but, but yes, or tell me, right. that's not, tell me that's not a stellar. Take a chill pill. You know, just, you know, chill out and have a beer. And uh, relax. No, we're drinking Ursa tonight. <laughs> Higher alcohol okay. content, Francis. Uh, I wanted to say. Try Presidente, Brendan. <laughs> you like that stuff. That's the good stuff when you're down in the heat in the Central Americaville. That's in Dominican Republic. It's a great beer. Gotta love the DR. Okay, so I want to just mention a couple of our uh, comments on by our, our kingdom people. Nat Playlock po points out we're six months away from early signing period. He says people act like Mullen doesn't have anything to work with. As we just pointed out, he does. So those right now, I mentioned the Lynn Tindall comment. Uh, shout out to a few people, by the way, in the tribe, Brendan. My cousin, Robin Linebarker, is watching. And your sister, Laurie Martin Gregory, out in Colorado, is watching, I see. So welcome to our family. Um, all right, so uh, I'm, to I'm going to say what's up to Coville because he's been struggling. And uh, they're, they're, his his. Him and his gal uh, travel. She's a travel nurse, so they go on contracts. Which I lived that life for a while. I know how that is. And uh, he is in a bad place for cell service, so he can't always get the show. So Coville and I talk on Messenger a little bit, and we're talking right now. So what's up, Coville? Uh, we love you, buddy. Can't wait to get back to uh, you know uh, a place where you can get a little bit of uh, cell service and check back in with you. So dilly dilly, friend. Yes, and hopefully uh, hopefully he will be able to get the podcast, which we're going to do better by putting up. So as Brendan teaches me how to do that. Friends, it was too early to talk about our, our plans, but we are excited about going up to Atlanta and going to, hey, John T. Kerr, where are you, John T.? I got to your picture of the, of the beautiful high-rise condo. 
could be. I can see a streamer right there on that balcony, Franz. Yeah, John Kerr, you're going to have Franz and Buddy checking in. Welcome I'm... to the Buddy Martin Show, the Gator Nation Kingdom, right here, all the way up on whatever floor it is. They're overlooking Buckhead, huh? What do you think, guys? Oh, look, Fat I mean... Matt and Buckhead. Hmm? How far away is from Fat Matt's? Isn't that uh, Franz's barbecue joint? Oh, yeah, they'll send a limo for Franz. Yeah, they sent a limo. My first rib sandwich was there. With Last time I was at Fat Matt's, uh, Fat Matt himself gave me two bottles of his sauce to take home with me. Speaking of which, I did a show today with uh, the Barbara Cuban himself, who just was on uh, on uh, Kelly and uh, Ryan Live uh, with his barbecue sauce and his Cuban missile sandwich, the Barbara Cuban, as he calls himself, and he gave me three bottles of that 455 sauce. Woo, it's good stuff. I'm going to save one of those. And put one of those in the next care package. Who are, we're going to have a drawing soon after the fourth for the elite folks. And put one of those in there. You talk about Francis. This is good stuff. I might get you a bottle of this. Really good stuff. And and so that. And by the way, congratulations to Roger Burns who has the care package. I hope he got it with all the goodies, Brendan. We packed away the shoes, the books, the shirts, and we gave them to our good friend Chad Rich. In the villages, and hopefully uh, he will be able to get those, get a picture of those, and get that. He won that first drawing. Drawing number two coming up in what about seven, eight, ten days? Francis, I'll be off to up to Atlanta about the ninth, about the you know about the sixteenth. We have some news for you probably on the ninth about some things Francis and I are working on. And Brendan, today I had lunch with Mexican, of course Mexican or barbecue with Francis. We had lunch, you had and Mexican he said to me, "Barbecue? That's yeah, right." He says, "Look at my shorts." He says. What? He said, "He's look at my shorts. Look at my I bought shorts these shorts. Mexican barbecue. Stand, stand by." And he said, "I bought these on our road trip of the SEC championship game, and they were large. They were very large on France. Okay. Well, Francis, Francis, I, I Francis, I'm going to tell you this. I do remember doing the treadmill with you about 11 years ago, and you made it about halfway. So I just want you to know, I'm proud of you." So I think it's well, Bryce because you kicked my ass right now because I am out of shape. Hey, can we shift gears because I want to talk a little bit while Franz is here and I know he is going right. to go. Can we do a can we do a uh, little a little quick uh, high tower update and get that in real fast? Is that okay? We got a bunch no, of comments. No, it's not okay because I'm not ready for it right now and I want to talk to him really quick. Okay. Franz well, got then, uh, limited time and I go. want to talk to him really fast. So you know, I know Mr. Hightower. Him and I are friends. He'd understand that I want to talk a little recruiting for France for a moment. We don't need to hear from him just now. And I, you know what? I'm driving the show anyway, buddy. So, you know, I've been gone for a I'll while. I'll take a break. You, you guys have a good show. control. So, you know, I understand. So, Franz, I, Robert Coville checked in. And what's an interesting – here, we'll put this over here since Buddy's walked away. Uh, he interesting uh, Insider Gators. Uh, he's a member of Insider Gators. And he posted in the kingdom tonight, Insider Gators has been told that seven of – Florida's eight class of 2018 summer B enrollees are on campus ready to go through orientation and then uh, begin classes. Justin Watkins, Lucas Kroll, Dante Lyons, John Huggins, Malk uh, Langtham, Kyle Pitts, and Evan McPherson, wide receiver Japheth Copeland, one of the highest rated members of the class of 2000 days yet to arrive for whatever reason. Also walk-on linebacker Umstead Sanders has arrived well, but as a walk-on doesn't count against the scholarship chart. I don't know a whole lot about this part of this summer B enrollees, okay? So as I'm learning this process with recruiting, explain to me. Oh, there's the cat. Hi, kitty. He's going to get in the light, get a little gator light on him. Uh, 
tell me tell me what the how this rec- the summer bee enrollee thing kind of works a little bit and and what does it mean to be in uh orientation and all that right now is that is that uf orientation is that football orientation what is it so the, everybody that that enrolls in school as a as a freshman has to go through orientation and they they advise people to please come for summer b and get through your orientation then because you've got uh, you learn the campus and you take a couple courses and you you spend uh august getting around and learning things and uh of course for football they want the guys there because once they're in school they can participate in and conditioning is very very difficult for a kid that doesn't that arrives for example in august a couple days prior to august drill starting very very difficult for him to get into football shape and the kids who arrive certainly in january the early enrollees are the guys that enrolled in summer a they have a leg up on everybody they had a couple guys that enrolled in summer a the rest of the guys they anticipate will get here for summer B, and they'll therefore have the entire month of July to get themselves ready physically for uh, for August drills. But they'll also have that first month on campus, and they'll take a couple of very easy courses, but it'll help them learn to get around the campus, and uh, it kind of gets you into the mo- into the mode of, okay, I'm a college student now and I have time on my hands to deal with. Uh, As you know, Brendan, from having gone to college and Buddy also, the most difficult thing about college isn't necessarily the class. It's learning how to manage your time uh, every day. To me, that's always been the hardest thing. But Uh, but should I I read into anything about um, Copeland – not being here for orientation or anything like that. No, I mean, he'll be he'll be here. He's just not here today, but he'll be here. But there's not he's not missing any. I mean, because I, I had people like messaging me today, going, "What have you heard about Copeland? He's not coming. Is you know all these crazy." I said, he'll be, he's, just, he's, "He's just missing he, summer B orientation. It's not like he's missing. It's not required for to be on the football team. This is for school." No, he he he'll be just fine. Exactly. No. no no, no need, no, no need for people who who are on the ledge get off of it. It's not a big deal. Okay, David Sotokras says Copeland's fine. Nat Blaylock, you have to be in summer B to participate in fall camp. Is that correct, friends? That's right. No, I'm sure Nat's correct. I'm not questioning him. Uh, I don't believe that's necessarily true, but I think that uh, if you are in summer B. It, it it hastens your ability to get out there and be in contact, et cetera, like that, because you have to have certain days, number of days of conditioning, et cetera, like that. Right, right. Lynn Tyndall says Copeland's been on campus. He just missed orientation. So I just, you know, friends, I, I, as you know, and we and I have talked about this many times, I've never been one to be in, interested in recruiting, but I am getting interested in recruiting. Because, you know, we have this show now, and there are some times there are some dead times. And, and we just had – I'd be interested in talking to a lot of these new recruits coming in because it's – you know, it's interesting as I get older uh, to learn about these, these young guys' intentions and whatnot. So I'm learning about the process, and it's a difficult process to learn. 
because there's so many, you know, ins and outs. So, you know, I look to you, my friend, to clear those things. Well, up. well, here's the thing about recruiting is it is the lifeblood of a football program. You cannot you you can't have success on the field unless you have success bringing in quality people. And too often, for example, we look at the stars after the guy's name, and there's another category, and, and I, I'll never forget something that I heard Urban Meyer say down in Miami uh, back in, in 2005. I was down there, and he was speaking to the Gator Club, and he said, if you give me a choice between a guy that's got five stars on the field and one star in terms of character and a guy that's got three stars on the field or two stars on the field and he's a five-star character guy, he says, I'm going to take the character guy every time. And, yeah, you, you know, you hedge a little bit. You take some chances here and there. Um, you try to limit the number of guys that you're going to take a chance on. And that guy you take a chance on, on you better, you know, you really and truly better know that that guy's going to make it. I'm trying to remember who the guy that, um, for example, Steve Spurrier, um, wore number, it was first, it was Spurrier, I retired his number, number 11, oh gosh, what was his name? Recruited him out of Miami. And Steve went all the way to John Lombardi and said, I want this guy on campus. This guy will make it. So not only does he make, does he make it as a Florida Gator and becomes an outstanding football player, but he graduated early as well. And this is a guy that was not great in academics, was not in a good school. And he was a very good football player, but everybody didn't think of him as a great football player, but they saw a lot of potential at him. And it just goes to show you that Spurrier was impressed enough with the guy's character that he became uh, the epitome of, of what it's all about, really. And that is developing a player both on and off the field. High character guys count. And you see so many schools that recruit guys that aren't great character guys, and they end up transferring three or four times before it's all done, or they flunk out, or they get into all sorts of trouble like that. And then you find the guys, you, you look at what Mullen did. Mullen had very, very few off-the-field incidences when he was at, at Mississippi State. I thought he did a really good job of recruiting uh, high-character guys. And I'm sure that that's playing uh, very much into – the way he is going about recruiting here at Florida. And let's face it, folks, Florida has had a history in recent years of recruiting guys that, shall we say, aren't exactly um, saints. Let's just call them that. character guys? Ben Uh, Hanks. Ben Hanks. Justin Justin Wells checking in. Justin Wells checking in to tell us his friends is referring to Ben Hanks. That's I didn't exactly hear that. I didn't see that. I just I looked. I remembered it. A number took. He was from Miami. He was like a prop forty-eight kid too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, he. Well, he was. And Spurrier had to get John Lombardi to basically mm-hmm. tell admission Florida admissions, we are taking this guy. Yeah. And he intercepted Florida, a pass one of his last games and turned it for touchdowns. I remember one. Yeah. Final days. Ben Ben was Ben Ben has been an outstanding representative of what the Florida education will do for you in the years since. 
But he's a guy that was here because Steve Spurrier recognized he was a high character guy and said, "We got to take this guy." Well, this listen, was right. We just, we just, we uh, from the ten minutes of phone conversation we just had uh, with uh, the the, uh, with the gentleman we just had on for the interview, yeah, for Riley Simons. If I'm a coach, I want him all day. I'm an efficient guy. I know what I want. I want him to get the the, the recruiting out of the way. I know, you know. You, you talk to him for 10 minutes, you can tell he's the kind of guy you want on your team, especially playing offensive line, which, you know, re- requires a little bit of IQ to understand uh, Dan Mullen offense and, and some of these SEC offenses. So I, you know, I could see what they're talking about, how big the interview makes a difference. Yeah, well, certain guys impress you in a way that you just know, as you just said, Brendan. That you know this guy's going to make it. You just know. Yes, indeed. And I think that coaches, I think coaches have to recruit guys that they're comfortable with. And I think that that has a lot to do with it. Now, you can recruit guys that you're comfortable with who can't play a leg. But, you know, Mullen's history says he gets guys that can play. Um and he's going to get better players here than he ever dreamed about getting at Mississippi State. Uh, Lynn Tindall checking in. Recruiting sites don't help. Rivals 247. ESPN never agrees on grading the same prospect. Lynn, I guess that's where it came from for me because, you know, being in the media, being producing and all that, you know, you try to follow who's got the information. But what I've learned across the years, you know, talking to guys like, by the way, Justin Wells is listening tonight. Uh, was part of our team there for a while at Gator Country as our recruiting coordinator. Uh, <clears throat> recruit Nick and all around good guy. Um, <clears throat> but we, we, you know, it, it's it's fascinating to me, uh, uh, you know, how this process kind of kind of shakes out and how it kind of how, how we get to a young man kind of decides on on one way or another. And and it, 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 there's no way to just pick it up off of 247 or Rivals or ESPN, you really got to call them. You know, you got to talk to them. You got to get to them when they're juniors and sophomores, and you got to get, you know, have some dialogue to even guess where they might be. And, you know, every year between 16 and 20 is a lifetime. So, you know, these kids change their mind on, on, on you know, on a, on a phone call from a certain girl or whatever it may be. So um, I guess I've always stuck away from reporting on it, but it's, it's becoming – such a thing now that you can't ignore it. Well, here's a, you made a good comment uh, point there, and that is a, a lot of a lot of kids these days and times I get caught up in the drama, and I think that's one of the things that I that if you want to know what made me particularly happiest about the early signing period was it took away an awful lot of the drama that we had before. Um, you know, it's like the Army All-America game. We had guys that sat out there and they had like a dozen caps and then they go this, 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 and, and you don't know who they're going to do. And it's and all of a sudden they put on the last hat and they grin and they've had their 15 seconds of fame. And, you know, the one thing that the early signing period did was it eliminated a lot of the drama. I'm hoping more of the drama gets eliminated. Uh, yeah, it's a big deal when a kid makes a choice. But let's face it, he still hasn't done anything. 
know, I, I remember when Percy Harvin signed with Florida. He had a he had a, a, another wide receiver from his high school uh, in Virginia Beach, and uh, the, the other recruit, high school recruit was considered almost. Some people said he's almost as good as Percy, and he. I think he may have caught five passes in his entire college career uh, before he he went to he ended up backing out of his Florida commitment, goes to FSU, dropped out of FSU or left to transferred out, whatever. And I don't know that he ever I don't even know if he ever finished college, much less played another down after FSU. So, you know, it, so much of this it's is is such a crapshoot, and you know. When a guy signs his scholarship, the journey is just beginning, folks. He hasn't proven a thing yet. That's why I get so perturbed at bonuses that they sign for rookies' contracts for guys that haven't proven a thing yet. Why not? Why not give them a lower amount of money and give that big bucks to the guys that have been there and have proven themselves? That just seems like the the right idea to me. Justin Wells is saying you have to be able to do both, have to win some battles for the blue chippers, also have to be able to evaluate and be the first to find those guys who are under the radar as well. Good point, Justin. Lynn Tindall agree with him. Uh, you know, it, like you said, it's a crapshoot. It's hard to it's hard to cover it, but I, I mean, I, got, I think I get a little bit of the fever for it. I'm starting to get real interested. Maybe it's just living in this part of the country. Friends, do you mind holding on over the break? I want to get this high tower commercial in. I'm not done with you yet. You, or do you need to go? Uh, I got a few more minutes, but that's about it, guys. All right. Well, all right. You know what, friends? Go watch the rest of the College World Series. We'll say goodnight to you. We're actually it is 9:30. I didn't realize it was so late. Friends, uh, have a good night. I gotta, go, I gotta go to the gym, guys. All right. Well, you go to the gym and get your pump on. Okay. <laughs> We'll talk to you in a little bit. We're going to talk to, uh, we're here from AAA Tree Service and Daniel Hightower. We'll be right back on the Buddy Martin Show after this. Good night, France. Good night, guys. Well, just kidding. Just kidding, buddy. I uh, have my computer turned around uh, for some editing, and uh, my Hightower and stuff is not... Uh, is not hmm. coming up here, so hold on one second, and uh, why don't you fill some space? And I'll... Well, i got to do the quarterback club read, so right, I'll we'll do that. that. Go ahead. All right, folks, uh, we have a few people here in the International Kingdom who want to join, and matter of fact, and uh, see me about that. Uh, if you want to know about the Ocala Quarterback Club, go to Facebook. It's not a real advanced Facebook page. they got about 80 members or so, and check out what's going on there. The 2019, excuse me, 2018 season is about to open up, and they are now taking memberships. They're the 63rd year of the Ocala Quarterback Club. Never been better. You want to check it out? Go to the, uh, to, uh, the quarterback, Ocala Quarterback Club on Facebook. Also, email them at quarterback club, or excuse me, the Ocala Quarterback Club at gmail.com. We'll call 352 816 6313. We'll be doing some things out there with them on Wednesday nights. The House Club and also Family Night, August 22nd. Megan Mullen will be our main speaker, and Megan will be there uh, on, and giving us her thoughts about, well, obviously being the wife, 
but also the boss lady of the Mullen household. So uh, it kicks off another group of uh, stellar speakers by Mike McGinnis. So check it out, O'Connor Quarterback Club. Go to Facebook, O'Connor Quarterback Club. Uh, write a note in there if you don't know the number. You should be able to see the numbers, information on there, and see what we're doing at the Ocala Quarterback Club. One reason why other quarterback clubs are getting smart, smaller, the Ocala Quarterback Club is getting bigger. So there you go. Arkansas about to lose. Well, with us, it's a family-owned business. Majority of the employees are family. You know, no drugs, no alcohol. We do a lot of big, high contracts. Uh, we do a lot of government contracts. We do Sikorsky aircraft and E1 we've done for many years. And we, we, we carry, you know, big general liability insurance policies. Knock on wood, since 1958, we've never had one claim. So there's not too many companies that can, uh, can stand by that. Safety is very important to AAA Tree Service. Uh, not only for our own employees, but for our customers as well. We, we, you know, we take pride in going to their, their places. We treat it like it's our home. And we, we leave it the way as it would be if it would be our home. And we even go above and beyond. We do more than just trees. I mean, we, we you know, trim hedges, we pressure wash, we, you know, you, you name it, we, we get into doing anything that a uh, customer needs. Call us at 873-3440 uh, or on the website, uh, AAATreeService.com or also on CenturyLink.com as well. No one ever plans a car accident. Having a plan after you've been in one, however, can make a